BS Free Witchcraft is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Nerd and Tie produces podcasts ranging from actual play to true crime, and you can find more at nerdandtie.com or join our Discord by going to nerdandtie.com slash Discord. Now, where some new surveillance video is showing somebody dumping the gasoline that ignited that blaze that destroyed a century-old home. Well, tonight, the arsonist faces punishment not only from police, but also from the Church of Satan. News Force Phil Lipoff explains why. It's dark, but you can clearly see a man in a hoodie walk up the front stairs. He puts the two loaded gas cans down, douses the front of the house, including the camera that caught the crime, and... The house with a spooky history goes up in flames. You got a beef with somebody? You don't try to kill them and burn their house down. Mayor Rob Rollison is angry and determined to catch the arsonist because this was as dangerous as it gets. The homeowner and another man were inside asleep just after 5 a.m. on the 14th when the fire was set. There was so much fire there that we couldn't put anybody inside, which we normally would try to do. So they set up outside operation. The fire chief says the two men got out as his firefighters fought, knocking down the flames and saving nearby homes. They called this the Halloween house. It was big on Halloween. You can see there are pumpkins everywhere. There's a statue on the porch. But there is also another creepy connection here to the Church of Satan. The previous owner who died a year ago was uh, supposedly involved in the Church of Satan. And, and, and what that exactly means, I don't know. But it certainly has people talking. Right now, the motive is murky, but the picture is clear. Take another look at it, because four days later, this brazen arsonist is still on the loose. If you have any idea who was on the porch behind me with those gasoline cans starting this fire, police here in Poughkeepsie desperately want to hear from you because that person is not only facing arson charges, but potentially two counts of attempted murder as well. In Poughkeepsie, Phil Lipoff, News 4, New York. Welcome to BS3 Witchcraft, your monthly guide to the modern witchcraft movement, minus a lot of the usual, well, bullshit. I'm your host, Trey Dorn, and a while ago I made a post on Tumblr where I equated QAnon to the satanic panic of the late 20th century. And the more time that passes, the more I think I'm right about that. We started this episode with a news report from New York's NBC affiliate about a house being burned down in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. It was clearly arson. The guy who did it was caught on camera with a canister of gasoline, and while we don't know the person's motivation, as they still haven't been caught as far as I know, there's a lot of reason to suspect that the former owner of the house was the reason it was targeted. The, quote, Halloween house dubbed so because of the decorations that adorned the place, used to belong to Joe Netherworld Mandillo. I, I may have said his name wrong because I've only ever seen it written down, but Mandillo, who actually died last year, was a member of the Church of Satan. Mandillo was pretty vocal about his beliefs and actively tried to get other Satanists and witches to relocate to the Hudson Valley, forming what's referred to as the Witchcraft District. So, yeah. The house became a landmark, and at 5 a.m. on a cold January morning, a man doused the porch in gasoline and lit it on fire while two people slept inside. Thankfully, no one was killed, um, but it has me worried. 
are we in the early days of a new satanic panic? Now, I'm not going to go into a full history of the satanic panic. I literally have a whole episode devoted to that, and there's a very important content warning on this topic that it's going to mention false accusations of child sexual abuse. But I'll, I'll give you the short version. Um, with the rise of the modern witchcraft movement in the 60s and 70s, the increased public visibility of LaVey's Church of Satan and an American populace primed for conspiratorial thinking, the satanic panic really went into full force in the 80s. Uh, first, in 1980, the book Michelle Remembers by Michelle Smith and her husband, Lawrence Pazder was published, alleging that Smith had been ritually abused as part of a satanic cult, and that these cults were secretly operating across the country, sexually abusing and murdering kids. These stories spread, and then in 1983, there was the McMartin preschool incident. I won't go into the details here, but there were accusations that the teachers at this California preschool were abusing the kids and using them in satanic rituals. It is incredibly important that I stress that none of this happened. None of it. And that no kids were abused at the school. None. Zero. Nada. But most people ended up only seeing the accusation half of that and not where everybody's names were cleared. And the story exploded. And and so, like, there was this, this complete entire thought that, like, there were all of these people secretly, like, these secret cults of, 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 of demonic worship, like, all just underlying the whole of society. And that all of these kids were, like, kids were being born in secret and then killed and buried in secret and that's why there weren't any records and I mean like the logistics of it makes zero sense um, but you know it just it was it was everywhere and so everything was worried about this this satanic is that satanic is these occult secret things embedded in our pop culture media yeah and and also let's be clear the quote-unquote satanists that people were afraid of were a boogeyman you know they were concerned about devil worshippers and not actual Satanists. The, the Church of Satan was well established at this point, but they are, and as they are quick to point out, an atheistic religion and do not worship the Christian devil. I also these days need to point out that the Church of Satan and the much newer Satanic Temple are very different people. I, I often jokingly say that members of the Church of Satan are a bunch of dicks, but the Satanic Temple guys, who you're much more likely to see in, like, headlines and about doing some political thing, they, they seem pretty cool. But importantly, in neither of these cases are either one worshipping the Christian devil. And, and like, the Luciferians are always just feeling left out of all of this. But, well, that's a whole other bag of stuff. Anyway. Anyway. If you, if, if you think... A secret cabal of Satanists abusing kids sounds a heck of a lot like QAnon stuff. You're not wrong. You're just not. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. In, in, importantly, though, and I, I want to make this clear, this 
didn't start with the satanic panic either. Um, no. This is so old. <laughs> I mean, this is a common boogeyman, and it, it, it be it with the anti-Semitic legends of blood libel or the modern, still anti-Semitic conspiracies of QAnon. They, they always do it in the name of protecting children. There's some other group who's easy to persecute, um, who who they blame. But it's always. It's always about kids. It's always about kids. Because that's how they get people on board. Last month, we talked um, about QAnon a little bit, but um, there we were more talking about more of the outright Nazis and the pagan and witchcraft community. It, it only touched on QAnon because of... The, the Nazi elements. Um, but they always do stuff in the name of... of kids, because this is, this is different. This is about the insidious nature of these things that they rope in otherwise normal people with instinctive concern, outside versus insider, children in danger, that there are secretly people controlling this chaotic world. That they have a plan. I mean, obviously there are people who are in power, but that the the people that the people who you see in power aren't the real ones in power, and that that elite that, that they have a plan. And and by connecting these 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 dots with magical thinking, the, the people who get hooked feel like they have more power in their lives than they did before. Even if it's a theory about how powerless they are, you see they've. They're the ones who've opened their eyes, sheeple. You know, it's all, it's all under control. You don't have any choice. You see, honestly, honestly, I'm, I'm afraid. A little bit. Like, I don't think I'm currently in danger. Don't worry, but what we're seeing here with QAnon, that there's this movement of people, and we are people literally in Congress and in state governments who buy into this conspiracy theory. And while the lack of the you know fictional Q delivering on his promises has disillusioned a lot of them. And that may be our saving grace. Uh, Trump's failure to get reelected may eventually be what might be what pulls us out of this. The fact is, is that there are a bunch of people who have been recruited into this mindset who are going to hold on to it. You know, it's... <laughs> Millerism didn't die when <laughs> the Great Disappointment happened. Uh people stuck around and that's you know that happens with any doomsday or movement based around a fictional idea that has a set date that's supposed to happen now and then it doesn't happen and they move the goalposts for a while but then you get the true believers but the fact is is that 
people are primed to follow this and 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 this recruitment and as we saw like if you ask why did the satanic panic end like in in the the, the 80s and 90s um like why why did it come to an end in the early 20th century and um i have always held the position and many people agree with me. i'm not the first person to think this by far i don't so i'm not trying to take credit for the idea but it was clearly um 9/11 happened and they moved to a different boogeyman it was no longer the um the evil Satanists, it was, they, they blamed everything on Muslims. And you can still see that fallout. It's still happening. <laughs> it's, it's a uh, bigot's going to bigot. And, um, but that, that pulled the wind out of the sails. Uh, but the fact is, and, and while QAnon is far more um, anti-Semitic than the Satanic Panic was, the Satanic Panic was a version that blamed a different group, and QAnon seems to be going back to the old anti-Semitic tropes. Um, the fact that uh, the fact that the, the evil group of Satanists is still a part of at least a large number of the theories is going to make all of our lives suck. Like, this guy in New York burnt down someone's house. And we're just lucky that nobody got hurt. You know? It's... People are going to get hurt. And where I'm afraid is I don't think we're in a second satanic panic yet. to that degree. I mean, and I, I, by that I mean early 80s satanic panic, but I think we're awfully close. And just depending on how the tide turns in the next few years is going to make so much of a difference. I don't know. I swear, guys, next month I'm not going to take such a depressing topic. I'm going to find something nice and fun. But with the, the, the arson case in Poughkeepsie last month, I, I just can't, like, it's, I can't let this sit. Like, that house in Poughkeepsie, like, it wasn't even owned by a Satanist, I don't think. It just used to be owned by a Satanist, a dead Satanist. Um, and and people, like, innocent people could have been killed. Like, and, and actually, I would be just as outraged if Mandela was alive and still living there. Like, let's be clear. Um, I may call Satanists, uh, Church of Satan, Satanists, a bunch of dicks, but that doesn't, that just means I don't want to hang out with them at a party, man. Like, that's all that that means. Like, it means that I've... And, and the reason why I say it has to do with personal experience, and I'm sure that there's probably some guy out there who's a member of the Church of Satan who's probably a perfectly nice person or a nice woman or a nice non-binary person, and they're great. 
It's just that, like, there's so much Ayn Rand stuff wrapped up in the Church of Satan background, and, like, all this, I'm just, like, I have no patience for it. Um, satanic Temple guys are cool. Uh, they're not witches, because the Satanic Temple doesn't believe in magic the way that the Church of Satan does, although I'm sure that there's some Satanic witches out there who use something more akin to the Satanic Temple but still don't practice magic. But it's not inherent to the religion of the satanic temple so i i don't often like bring them up on the show other than to point out that they are a separate group from the church of satan <sighs> just language guys couldn't we have picked names that are different from each other <laughs> just you're just like you're killing me with that guys you're killing me Anyway, I'm just, I'm worried. Because these are always just so uh, seductive ideas, right? Like, we're playing on a common human concern of, like, the safety of kids, the safety of, you know. It's always that. It's always the children. Think of the children. And the worst part is you can't reason with these people. You can't. I don't... That's why I don't know what to do, is that... So the people who walked away after, like, the big arrests didn't happen and Biden got sworn in and, um, like, who thought that there was going to be these big arrests and whatever they were calling it, Great Awakening, I don't remember... That didn't happen. So people are going to walk away. But the people who don't walk away, these are people you will never be able to convince because it's nothing rational. They compartmentalize fa their ideas into, and are able to hold completely contradictory thoughts. And the more you argue against them, the more they dig in. And it's like, it's this thing where like, uh, if you present a case that completely debunks their story, they will believe that you are lying and that your denial reinforces the idea that they're right. Like, because that's, that's exactly what they would tell you. Like, wake up, sheeple. I swear. It just, it's just so much to have to deal with just so much and I'm afraid this is what we're getting close to and maybe we're not maybe it'll back away maybe it'll fall back into the ether but I don't I'm concerned that it won't I'm concerned that we're in 1980 right now, and 1983 is around the corner, and worse stuff's coming. And that's... That's where I'm concerned. Because, you know, with the Satanic Panic, there were lawmakers in powers who thought this stuff was true, and local police departments who thought this stuff was true. I mean, if, if you watch The X-Files... 
the first episode of the X-Files to talk about Mulder's background of like satanic cults because, and that was supposed to be the realistic thing that he was doing before he got into the spooky conspiracy theories. Cause that's how serious it was taken. And with, you know, there are people in power who are a part of the, who are a part of QAnon stuff. And so I'm just, I'm just worried that we got, that, that we're not, we're not going to stop the snowball from going down the hill. That's what I'm concerned about. Wow, guys. What a... What a cheerful episode that was. And that's where I think I'm going to wrap it up this month. Oh, my God. That was a... That was sure a fun, dark episode. We're going to get happy next month, I swear. I promise, like, I'm going to get us there somehow. Um, BS Free Witchcraft is, of course, able. I'm able to come to you every month with this because of support from listeners like you through uh, my Patreon. Um, and uh, if even if you can just give, like, a dollar a month, you get access to these episodes, like, a whole week early. A whole week. Sometimes a little bit more, but uh, I promise a week. So, uh, but uh, a whole week early. And uh, I want to give a special shout out to uh, my $10 patrons. And the people who were $10 patrons for this month were Celeste Wolf, Stephanie Graves, Mary Stowell, Lindsay Dosey, and Bruce Norville. Um, but remember that giving at any level gives you early access to episodes and my eternal thanks and hopes and dreams. And, uh, I understand the times are tough, money's tight, and if you can't contribute financially, please remember you can always uh, help the show out by promoting it. Tell your friends and send people the link to bsfreewitchcraft.com. Um, you can follow the show on social media. I'm uh, on on Tumblr at uh, traegorn.tumblr.com. I'm on Twitter at traegorn. Um, I'm, the show can be followed on Facebook at facebook.com slash bsfreewitchcraft. And, of course, the link to the to the Patreon, which I keep forgetting to say, is patreon.com slash t-r-a-e-g-o-r-n. It's, it's neat. It's easy. It's, yeah. It's Tregorn. Not Tregorn. Tregorn is me, but Tregorn is me. Tregorn short for Tregorn. Tregorn sounds dumb. Anyways, um... <laughs> Oh, oh, and a uh, neat thing that happened uh, this month is that Beast for Richcraft uh, placed third in uh, Volume 1 Magazine's Best of the Chippewa Valley podcasts category. Um, we came in third. Uh, second was fellow Nerd and Tie podcast, uh, Cool and Unusual Punishment, uh, which is a great show that you should consider listening to on the Nerd and Tie Network. They're a true crime podcast, and uh, the early episodes were a lot of uh, getting drunk and telling like weird stories to each other, but they've shifted to doing in-depth investigations. And they completed a 12-part series called Lugan Build, which it's about local Eau Claire, Wisconsin politics. But it's a wild ride. Joe Lugan Build uh, was the head of the Lugan Build, uh, Lugan Build Children's Foundation and a uh, at one point the youngest school board president in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. 
and uh, he ran a charity, in theory, a charitable foundation that uh, leased out uh, the former state theater here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and uh, it uh, other uh, like other charitable groups were using the space, including LGBTQ group, who one day showed up to their offices to find the heat getting shut off in December. Joe was nowhere to be found. And that's when years of stories from a fake viral video to um, a resume that is largely forged, the entire world of Joe Luganbuild came unraveled. And it, the Luganbuild series is just a fascinating study of what the hell happened and where the heck he disappeared to. So... It's and that's you can find that at uh, nerdtata.com slash cool and unusual punishment or cool and unusual punishment.com. And it's a it's a great show and you should listen to it. Yeah. And with that, Majikins, it is time for me to bid you a fond adieu. And I will talk to you next month about something better, like nicer than this to hear about. I promise. Like what the heck, guys? The world is terrible. Yikes. <laughs>